He's trying to do a deflection of a whataboutism. Well, 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 what about her? No, 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 Scheller. No. This is what Junior claimed. You don't get to point at the big meanie Democrat as if it justifies what your boy did and the lies he told. You don't get to do that. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke. And his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. great it's just great to be back with y'all hopefully the audio is coming in nice and clear it's only me in the studio today so josh is out with uh doing his joshy things and just me i missed y'all man did i miss y'all uh I, i've come to realize how much i absolutely love doing this show um i didn't get to do the show yesterday i was on my way back from austin my buddy jason from grow your ass off had a networking event up in austin at the um excuse me the Chive headquarters. So I went up there to go hobnob with some people, make some contacts, just talk to people. And then I spent the weekend there. There was um, a, a museum of illusion there. There's a lot of great things to see in Austin. We did some jogging, some hiking, took Athena with us. It was a good time. The food was amazing. And it, you know, it was just, it was a nice little uh, local vacation in a sense, made some good times out of it. And then drove back yesterday and I had to catch up on a lot of personal errands and things such as that. So I wasn't able to actually uh, do the show, but I'm here today. Sorry for the late start. It is roughly uh, 2.26 PM today on Tuesday. I went and got a physical done. Um, I just, you know, I'm getting older. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I know that that pains, it must pain you to hear me say that that uh, Daddy Burke is getting older. I know, I know, but it's a part of life, folks. It's a part of life. It's the way it goes. Take care of yourself. Go get yourself checked up. Um, got my blood drawn again. Got the whole physical, the whole shebang, and great health, good health. EKJ came back great. Uh, blood levels are, are uh, all the cholesterol, all of that, great. And uh, yeah, and, but I am apparently suffering from one issue, which is uh, a large penis. And I'm dealing with it in the best way I know how. Um, I'm already enrolled in a support group for men with large penises. And uh, I think our first meeting here is, is coming up very soon. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, but we're going to get through this together. You know, it's a hard, hard road ahead. Um, you know, I'm going to go through some, uh, some throbbing pains here and there. But we're going to grow together with this inside of us together and we will get through this so <laughs> god i missed y'all oh my god so much to get into now fuck it well before we get into it this show this episode is brought to you by shellshockcbd.com we released the newest booberry halloween special edition cbd bomb drops now we have them in thc free and with thc these are delicioso folks uh, look if you've got blood pressure it's funny because today at the uh, clinic i go to the free clinic or no no just the doctor excuse me and um <laughs> uh, they sell cbd and the doctor actually makes it he's a big proponent of it uh it's been used to lower um excuse me, blood pressure, things such as that. It's just an amazing way to relax. And if you're going to try it, try ours. Try it from a good source. This is great quality CBD. Uh, you, 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 you get your money's worth. You get your money's worth here. And we've had thousands upon thousands of great reviews. And we cannot thank you enough for putting your trust in shellshockcbd.com. You guys are fucking amazing. It's still September. Don't forget code MUG on orders. $50 or more. Get you a free mug. You want it autographed or for me to mushroom stamp it? I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Just put that in your order notes. And again, you can get that as soon as tomorrow. Well, if you order before three, I think it's like sh same day shipping. We have it out. Omar's great at shipping in the back there. Um, so check that out. Shellshockcbd.com. Thank you all for supporting that. All right. For those that don't know, 
it pains me to have to do this episode, but it, it does have to get said and it does have to happen. And unfortunately, things like this are going to make us in the veteran community. Um, it, it's going to set an example that I think others should follow in a sense of we have to hold our own accountable. We should never turn a blind eye when something has been said or a claim has been made that is rooted in a lie. For those that don't know, stolen valor essentially is when a civilian makes, or excuse me, or anybody realistically, that makes claims in regards to their service to the military and fabricates and embellishes. Um, now, again, embellishment, not the biggest deal. I mean, a lot of people do it. It's like, oh, well, this firefight lasted one hour, and then suddenly it was like five. It's technically not stolen valor, but it is embellishment. It's just not smiled upon, but it's not something that's going to get people pissed off. It's like, okay, the guy clearly just loves himself. Versus stolen valor is saying, for example, that you served in Afghanistan when, in fact, you didn't. Matter of fact, you were never even in Afghanistan. Well, that's what's happened right now with uh, this gentleman running out of um, Ohio. He is Junior Majewski for Congress. Now... A good buddy of mine who runs the 18 Alpha Chronicles on Instagram, who does a lot of investigative journalism, this guy is bringing this guy to light. Um, I spoke with him this weekend. I actually saw him in Austin. We had dinner and then uh, some drinks. Good guy. Very good guy. Very intelligent. Not stupid. Got his head on straight. And he did some digging on this. And so Junior here has been making claims that he was in Afghanistan. This is literally him saying it. I'm about to play you the soundbite. This is literally him saying this. And come to find out, well, I'll, I'll let you listen to this first. Did you serve in Afghanistan? Yes, I did. Well, how many tours? One. What, what year were you there? What years? Uh, 2000, 2002, 2003. Wow, so you served right at, right at the beginning. Yeah. What was that experience like? Um, tough. Tough. I don't like talking about my military experience. Not 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 that um, not that we've said too much. I just don't. I don't really like to. I really don't like to divulge a lot of things about the military because you know they're to me. You know, it was a it was a tough time in life. Um, you know, the military wasn't easy, but in retrospect, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. And you know, I do it all over again. But you know, out of respect of you know many things you know I, I you know my answer to most people when they ask about my military services you know i served i served honorably and um i fought for this country for a lot of months over in the middle east and uh so, so folks you hear him say it there he admits it okay now this guy's running as a republican he's uh, even got trump's endorsement well apparently this made some headlines and he was never in afghanistan you heard him say it and when it comes to accusations of stolen valor in the veteran community, it's not taken lightly. Now, I know in this day and age, we, th we say things on social media like, ah, oh, go fuck your mother, shit like that. We don't mean it. We don't mean it. When somebody shoots a potential stolen valor across the bow, that's serious. That means somebody's questioning your service. Now, this is not something that's thrown around lightly. That's the one thing I do appreciate about the veteran community is that we have not... Um, use this and abuse this term uh, as far as stolen valor goes. Gatekeeping is very hard in the military when it comes to this, and it, as it should be. And there is nothing wrong with serving, and I'm going to get to that. But anyway, this gentleman running, this Trump-endorsed Republican, is lying about his service. When asked about this, he posted on his Instagram a picture of apparently his DD or saying it's his DD-214. For those that don't know, the DD-214 is the paperwork you receive upon exiting the military that literally documents everything and everywhere you went into in the military. And you cannot fabricate this. You cannot change it. It is there. In fact, they tell you to go get copies of it and go have it um, stored at the local, uh, for, I forget where it is, uh, put it in a bank, safe deposit, whatever, because it's very difficult to get your hands on originals these days. Well, this gentleman is saying he was there in uh, Afghanistan back in 01, I2 or 02, 03, I forget what he said in that clip. Uh, and uh, on his, his DD-214, his supposed DD-214, it says classified. That doesn't happen. 
Now, again, I am not a subject matter expert on this, folks, but I know a lot of SEALs because here's the reason. The only people that would have this type of classification on a DD-214 is somebody probably high up in the military intelligence department or people that work around nuclear. And I'm guessing on this one. I am guessing. But I have seen Green Berets. I've seen SEALs DD-214s, and it always says the theater. Now, it even says a lot of what they did as far as, like, uh, you know, their roles of what their jobs entailed. But this guy right here, something's not adding up. Come to find out he was in the Air Force and he was in Qatar as a baggage handler. That's people that load the bags on the planes. Now, again, I'm not knocking that. I am not criticizing. You served, man. You served honorably. That's awesome. Now, don't get it twisted. When you're in the service, yes, you talk shit to everybody. We bust each other's balls, and that's what we do. Because we, I shouldn't say we love each other, but you get what I'm going. You get where I'm going with that. You know, it's just, that's team building. You have it within the army. The infantry cats talk shit about the cooks. And then there's inner branch. Like the army guys always talk shit against Marines. That's just the way it goes. But God forbid anybody from the outside talks shit against our brothers and sisters, then you get all of us. It's kind of like that brother thing. Only I get to pick on my brother. You pick on my brother, now you're fighting both of us. It's how it works in the military. Well, the reason I say that is because I feel like a lot of that inner uh, or inner branch rivalry, uh, some people don't realize that that's just in the service. When you leave the service, we're all on the same team. Now, of course, you are going to have the assholes out there. They're going to look down their noses at everybody that, oh, you weren't a ranger, you weren't a SEAL, you ain't shit. But, well, those are douchebags and nobody likes them anyway. Nine times out of ten, they either have a book deal or they just love sucking their own dicks so much on social media, that's what they want to promote. Ranger, SEAL, blah, blah, blah. Cool, bro. Cool. We all, we all serve. We all fought. Bullets didn't discriminate. Green beanies lost men. Infantry lost men. SEALs lost men. We all fought. We all bled. We all had different roles over there. None as more important or less important. Everybody did their part. Granted, some jobs were harder and some weren't. But the point is, you should never embellish your service. You should never embellish your service. And you don't have to lie about it. The fact if you were a cook, you still served and you served honorably. You served guys chow and there was nothing more appreciated than coming in from patrol and actually getting hot chow versus an MRE or some frozen shit. So I want to say thank you to all the pogues out there. Yeah, we bust your balls. We fuck with you. But it's also we're appreciative of you and maybe we should show that more. But don't let it go to your fucking head. You still support the infantry, you fucking fob. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. You get where I'm going. Calm down. You're probably listening to this right now, and some fobbit out there is just like, just, you know, tossed his green bean. He doesn't know how to react to that. But you get where I'm going. So anyway, back to the story. This gentleman right here, claiming he's in Afghanistan. He wasn't. He won't prove it. All he's done on his social media right now is, well, <laughs> that's where we go on to the rest of the story, folks. And here's where it gets disgusting. Stuart Scheller, you might have recognized this gentleman. It pains me to do this, but the truth is the truth and it has to be discussed. So here we go. Stuart Scheller, y'all remember, uh, what was it, like one or two years ago with the withdrawal of Afghanistan, a little over a year ago, I think. Uh, Colonel Stuart Scheller here essentially stood up and screamed out for accountability of military leaders that essentially dropped the ball and got servicemen and women killed in Afghanistan. The equipment left behind. You, you remember that? That was this guy. And the Marines booted him out. He essentially, and I don't want to say this term lightly, like threw away his career, but he sacrificed his career to stand for what was right. To say, wait a minute, we hold enlisted accountable, but you just fucked this up at the officer level. Why are there no heads rolling on this? And Stewart got relieved. I think he even spent some days in jail. I could be wrong on that in the brig. And then he got booted out of the Marines. Honorable. Right? Anybody would look up to a guy like that. That's what we need more of. And that's also why this fucking hurts so much. On his page, Scheller comes to Junior's defense. Again, this, this brings me no pleasure. We need more veterans in the fight, but quality veterans, not veterans for the sake of being a veteran. And Stuart, ex-Colonel Stuart Scheller, writes this about Junior. Imagine Americans allowing the discrediting of a veteran's service because of the phrase combat veteran, Junior Majewski for Congress out of Ohio. Imagine Ohioans allowing a congresswoman to serve for 40 straight years. Now, wait a minute. Let's stop there, Stuart. 
you, you don't want to go this route. And you've already went this route. And this is the sad thing. But I'm here to educate the people on what you just did. Instantly, he's running interference for Junior. He's trying to do a deflection of a whataboutism. Well, well, well what about her? No, 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 Scheller. No. This is what Junior claimed. You don't get to point at the big meanie Democrat as if it justifies what your boy did and the lies he told. You don't get to do that. Um, you must think that we're stupid because this is classic political jargon here. And I'm going to say some very hard-hitting things that you're not going to like me for, but I don't, I don't need any more friends. I don't really give a fuck about the majority of you because of shit like this. I've been let down time and time again. He says, imagine Ohioans allowing a congresswoman to serve for 40 straight years. She never serves in the military. Okay, you don't have to serve in the military to serve in Congress. It's not a requirement, but okay. She never holds any senior military leaders accountable for war failures. Okay, fair enough, but neither do the Republicans. But okay, I, I see where you're going with that. Imagine if this entitled woman then coordinates a media attack on her opponent's military service, Congresswoman Marcy Captor. That's who Junior is running against. She didn't coordinate this attack, Scheller. Your boy did. Now, she probably caught wind of it and like a smart politician used this to her advantage and went to the press with it. But why are you deflecting? Because if Junior had not opened his fat mouth, he would not be in this situation. All he had to do was say, I was a veteran. Cool. You would not be dealing with any of this blowback. Now, normally I'm right there with you. Hey, prove them wrong, man. Prove them wrong. Show the DD-214 and then we move on past it. Say, hey. Cool, you're good, bro. You, what you said, you're, but he's not. And when you're hiding from it, and when you get people like Scheller to simp for you, what do you think that appearance is that you're going to run from this? You lied. Now, now here's the thing. In the military community, this is not one of those just apologize and we move on. No, it's an apologize to drop out of the race and never fucking think about doing this again. Because what you did, you know you were willfully doing and you lied. That's beneath you as a veteran, especially running for Congress. You fucking knew better. But instead, you lied. Any politician right out of the gate would tell you this is a horrible idea. Democrats don't hold their own accountable. Republicans rarely do. Veterans will. So if you're a veteran, pat yourself on the back unless you're driving. Don't do that. At least veterans will hold their own accountable on social media. And I got news for you. Listen to me close. This is John fucking Burke. It doesn't matter which one of you Kardashian vets pull some shit like this. It doesn't matter how many fucking followers you have. You could have a million to three. It doesn't fucking matter. The one thing that you can bank on is the community will turn on you in a heartbeat if you sell it out and you fucking lie. And I know some of you big names, you listen to my show, and I know you know who the fuck I am. I'm like that fucking wart that just won't go away. Like, God damn it. Burke keeps fucking stirring up shit. Yes, because I care. Just like the rest of these motherfuckers doing this journalism. Shout out to 18 Alpha. He did this. He's keeping me informed. I'm using my platform to spread the word. I don't give a fuck if you're a Medal of Honor recipient. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you're a fucking SEAL. You say the wrong shit, you do the wrong shit, you're crucified. The military community turns on you, as it should. We hold our own accountable, and that's a good thing. Anyway, let's continue with this. Imagine America when the real combat veterans, the only one who should be offended by the word combat veteran, are sick of others being attacked. Imagine America when the people stop listening to the press. Imagine America when the people start listening to leaders. Imagine America. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. We should probably like touch our nipples to, to that. It, yeah, enough imagines in there to like reprise John Lennon's imagine. Good grief, dude. What the fuck are you doing with this? I mean, come on. The only one who should be offended by the word combat veteran are sick of other veterans being attacked. I'm not. What, why are you trying to justify the lies that this piece of shit told? Why are you sipping for this guy? You kidding me? When are veterans, combat veterans, going to get fed up of inner veterans? Never, because this is justified. Yeah, there's drama. Let's not even kid ourselves. I can, I can agree with that to an extent. But fuck's sakes, man. This is legitimate criticism that you're trying to ignore. All you're trying to do is run interference because the big, meanie, blue Democrat. No. You hold your own accountable. And what Scheller's doing right here is fucking horrible. Now I'm going to say this. What you're standing for now is the complete opposite of what you claim to have stood for when you wanted leaders held accountable. Or 
And here's where you're going to fucking hate me. Look at his social media. All about a book, Crisis of Command. Going on Tucker Carlson, tours, money, money, money. Makes me wonder. Was this a grift? There he is with the black rifle guys. There he is on his book tour. Or did you know that you were going to simp to the military community and get money? Oh, I'll say it. I'll fucking ask those questions. Because had you not simp for this liar, I never would have questioned this. But now I have to question your ethics entirely. You were an officer. Now I have tried to skin this cat from every fucking way I can to try and find any semblance of truth to anything Junior has said. And I cannot. I've looked. I got a million different people in my ear. And look, I don't take this lightly. You think I fucking take pleasure in calling out a veteran that's running for Congress and then Colonel Scheller? Remember how bad it hurt when we saw how Mattis betrayed us? It's the same fucking thing. Now, you ready for the kicker? Breaking today. Again, shout out to 18X-Ray or 18Alpha, his page. This was posted to Junior Murkowski for Congress, August 28th, 2021. It gets better, folks. My Uncle Rick, a Navy SEAL who served in Vietnam, my cousin Brad Jones called me today. We rekindled memories of Uncle Rick and the love he had for our family in the United States of America. We must hold our heads high and fight to take back our country. It starts with us right here, right now. Sounds like a movie intro. And this is on a picture of his Uncle Rick that has the SEAL trident above his stack. Except there's just one problem. Uncle Rick is not in the SEAL database. His name has been verified as not being in there. And Uncle Rick's stack also is not accurate. Uncle Rick's got some army commendations on that stack. Uncle Rick is stolen valor as well. Also, for those that don't know, the Navy SEALs back in the NAM era, we'll just say, we'll even say late 70s. I think NAM ended in 73. Or I'm sorry, let's, we'll say early 70s. This looks like when this picture was taken. Either that or like early 80s. Either way, back then the Navy SEALs, and they still do, don't get me wrong, but much more stringent. Navy SEALs had a very, very tough regiment you had to go through. Let me ask you this, folks. When was the last time you saw a Navy SEAL from the NAM generation during that period that fat? For those that aren't watching the podcast live on Rumble, Uncle Rick here has about four unauthorized chins. Uncle Rick's pretty fucking fat. I've never seen in any picture from the Nam generation a fat Navy SEAL. Never happened. That should have been your first red flag. But if you look at a stack, he's got some army medals in there. This guy's a liar. Now, Junior is also a liar. Scheller is also a liar. Scheller is standing for this man. That's where you want to take your stance on? This is the hill you want to die on, Scheller? Or is this about selling books? Now, I invited both of these gentlemen to come on the podcast and defend themselves. I invite open, cordial debate. You will not be attacked by me. But I will tell you this to Scheller and the rest of these men. I know who your friends are, and I know who you're talking about, or I know who you're talking to. I know the phone calls you've been making. Confront this and take your fucking licks like a man. Admit what you did was wrong, drop out of the race, and we'll move on. You'll actually probably gain a lot of respect back. Scheller, not you, I'm afraid. You you clearly ignored what was going on, and you just, yeah, you said fuck standards. I got enough friends. I don't need any more. Folks, I have done my own thing for the last six fucking years on social media. And this is exactly why. I've been disappointed by so many fucking people. And I'm sure I've disappointed others. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm like, holy mother, God, John, patron, saint of, you know, savagery. But I've never sold out. And I refuse to. It's cost me a lot of deals. That's fine. But once this guy got in the limelight, he got some books, number one bestseller, all this other shit. Come on, man. You just stood for a liar, fully knowing what he did, but ignored it because of political bias. Therefore, I can never trust you. 
That's just the way it goes. So that's the controversy I've been posting about on Instagram. Again, a big shout out to 18 Alpha Chronicles on Instagram and others that have helped him with this journalism. Uh, big thank you and shout out to you guys. All the military meme page community people, you make this shit happen. Like I told a buddy of mine uh, two or three years ago when he was one of the first military meme pages out there, I was like, you have way more power than you realize. When you guys unite and you hold leaders accountable and you expose truths and you expose lies, you show what they cover up, you have the ability to make change, to show the civilian populace, to show Congress what the fuck is going on in the service. This is brought to you by them. This wasn't me. But I'll do my part in spreading the truth because the people have a right to know and the veteran community should hold its own accountable. And I'm still waiting for Janae Perfectly Flawed to debate me on the claims of being a combat Navy veteran, which you are not. So I just want to put that out there, which I find it very funny that the community is going after this dude, but Janae, nobody's saying shit about you, cunt. <laughs> you want to talk about fragility. You want to talk about, yeah. Weird how that works. Don't think that little blue check mark's going to save you, bitch. I'm a prick. All right. Those are the first two articles I wanted to get that over with. Uh, you know, And I know probably a lot of civilians listening right now really don't give a fuck. But this is just part of the drama that goes in with this and the veteran community, and so here we are. All right, let's get into this. The news, not a lot to cover today. Um, you know, it's we're just watching a lot of things play out. But I found these various different articles really interesting to read. Um, for those who haven't seen the clip that's circulating around Instagram, uh, Italy. Yeah, if you're not watching Italy, you should. Um, Melanie, Meloni, excuse me if I, mis- if I mispronounced that, um, to become first truly elected Italian PM in over a decade. Uh, National conservative Brothers of Italy leader Giorgia Meloni, uh, Giorgia Meloni is set to become the first elected rather than appointed prime minister of Italy in well over a decade following a series of technocrat and otherwise imposed prime ministers leading unstable and untenable coalitions. Um, Giorgia Meloni will be the first party leader to win a national election and then become prime minister as a consequence of that vote since Silvio Berlusconi and his center-right coalition won a majority in 2008 following a snap election after the fall of caretaker Prime Minister Romano Prodi's technocratic government in January of that year. Now, if you're not wa- if you have not watched the clip, I should have. Sh- I think I did share. I'm not sure on my Instagram stories. She takes to the podium and gives a speech, basically saying woke culture is done in Italy. Women will not be replaced, and she goes after them, and it is viral for a reason. Now, the leftist media, the leftist MSM, is painting her as being some far-right conservative, far-right Republican-styled Italian prime minister. But all she's done is actually stood for women's rights and women empowerment, women's empowerment, excuse me. And the left does not like this. Now, interesting enough, she's getting elected, or she's been elected, And she gets up there and makes a speech that goes world fucking wide. And now the entire world is going to watch what happens to Italy. We're going to see the metric of wokeness shrink with her in charge. And we're going to see how well Italy progresses, in a sense, no pun intended. And if it goes anything like I think it's going to go, the world is going to get jealous and follow in the steps of Italy. Case in point, other article, White House has deep worry over election of far-right Italian PM Giorgia Maloney, Politico report reveals. Why do you think that is, folks? Of course they're worried about it. Of course they're worried about it. She's a Republican, and she's about to inherit a woke bullshit country and economy and probably turn it around. Makes sense to me. And the White House is worried about this, so what do they instantly do? What does Politico instantly do? The first thing they do when they're threatened, folks, character assassination. I haven't even read this article yet. I have not even read this article yet. I am, I'm just going to go on a guess here. I'm going to go on a guess. Let me do the Johnny Carson with the envelope. I'm going to do it with rack outs. Maybe it'll put me to sleep by osmosis. I'm going to guess what is associate her with Nazi propaganda or fascist propaganda or make her akin to Trump on the right, and that's why Italy's doomed. All right, let's read the article. You heard the uh, you heard the uh, the guess here. Prophecy. Political White House Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire claimed that the election of 
Far-right Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Milani was met with deep, if private, worry within President Joe Biden's administration. Why do you think that? Let me erode that despite the White House's acceptance of Milani's win, or Meloni, excuse me, they view her victory as part of a concerning trend of right-wing wins in Europe. According to the reporter, the White House is particularly worried about whether Maloney will question Italy's commitment of sending resources to NATO and Ukraine amidst the Russian invasion. In his Monday report titled White House Anxiously Watches Maloney's Rise to Power, Lemire, I love how they said rise to power, but okay. Lemire added to the concern, and the reason they say rise to power, did, did, would you ever hear a liberal MSM use Joe Biden's rise to power? No, because he has a Nazi-esque feel or sound to it. The rise to power of Mindfuhrer Biden. No, 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 don't, don't print it like that. Just say, you know, the, the, the rise to greatness. The, the leader, whatever. They're going to make it sound not so authoritarian, not so Nazi-ish. Instantly right there, rise to power. Before she grows out her mustache, gets a really shitty comb over, and starts goose-stepping. They're trying to plant those seeds in your mind, folks. They're trying to plant those seeds in your mind, whether you realize it or not. It's true. Let me add that concern. The mainstream media has been voicing over Maloney's election concern, which has included comparisons of the new government to the fascist Mussolini regime. Oh, my fuck. Well, it wasn't exactly on the nose of Nazism, but it was close. Called it. Fucking called it. It's like, bro, you can sit here and see their plays by a mile away. It's like, all right, potentially new. I wouldn't even say right wing. I would say common fucking sense politician gets elected. What's the first thing they do? Character assassination. Link it with fucking far rightism to say Nazism, fascism. And again, like we've said on the show many times, whatever Democrats are accusing other people of being, they usually are themselves. Now, what Joe Biden is fucking up here on, and I'm telling you, you should not get involved in this Biden. It is a horrible thing. But now you're taking on, I wouldn't even say conservatism, but non-progressive woke culture such as yourself, and you're taking it on internationally. You are going to lose. You are going to lose. America is already the laughing stock of the world. There is no joke about that. You are talking about the sexualization of children, chopping penises off of children, uh, breast removal, all this shit, all this craziness. This is what you embody. This is what your party is about. You are a party of liberal fascist whack jobs. Like, no, I remember my father saying this, and even I was kind of like, okay, they're not that bad. No, nowadays, this day and age, you give kids money to donate to drag queens you kidding me with this bullshit you don't get to lie and say oh it's not no it's fucking bad you're the party of groomers so what biden is doing now is saying you know what hey fuck america we're taking this woke shit to the international state you are gonna you might have allies in canada and by the way by and large the civilians are not in favor of a lot of people do not like these governments these governments are no longer of the people they are doing their own thing there's a lot of Democrats that are like, uh, if you ever follow this comedian, his name is, uh, fuck, I can't think of his name. Oh, gee. Uh, I forget his name. I'll, I'll, it'll come to me later. Anyway, he does his own special. It's called Infamous. If I can think of his name, I'll say it later. And it's on YouTube. This guy comes out pulling no punches, racist jokes, and they're funny as fuck. The audience comprised of everybody to include blacks, minor everything, whites, it doesn't matter. Everyone was there, and he is shredding every motherfucker in that room, and every motherfucker is sitting there clapping, and he doesn't just stop there. He goes on to talk about, he goes, within the first five minutes of the show, he's like, oh, I miss Trump, man. Andrew Schultz, thank you, Andrew Schultz. He's like, I miss Trump. And then he goes on to say, does anybody here actually like Biden? Folks, that's the America we live in. Nobody likes Biden. Liberals are just like silently going, oh God, just tolerate him because it's not Trump, but this guy's a fucking moron making us look stupid. Liberals know, Democrats know, Biden is a massive failure. You do not get to like irk this one or ignore. It's here. This is your catastrophe. But now you've got comedians coming out there and talking about Trump was better. Don't don't try and take on woke culture on the international stage. You're going to lose. You will lose. So again, whatever happens with her, as she gains traction, as she gains in popularity, watch for them to make her akin to Nazi Mussolini, of course, you know, Mussolini in Italy, World War II. Yes, makes sense. Instead of going Hitler because he was over in Germany, they go with Mussolini. Yet it's funny to me because she's standing for women's rights. I mean, she is. I'm sorry. Trans men or trans women are not women. You don't get to say that. Sorry. 
is what it is. So there's that. Uh, but good for her. Congratulations to her. Hopefully she, hopefully she can fix all that, fix all this bullshit. All right, Fox Nations, Sharon Osbourne. I didn't know she was a conservative. This is news to me. I'm assuming because she's on Fox. Fox Nation's Sharon Osbourne blasts ignorant Don Lemon and Cray Cray Joy Behar. Sharon Osbourne to Helen Back now is streaming on Fox Nation. Uh, Fox Nation's Sharon Osbourne to Helen Back namesake Sharon Osbourne blasted ignorant CNN host Don Lemon and Cray Cray ABC News host Joy Behar for wronging her over the years in a new interview. Oh, color me shocked. Uh, Lemon, who was recently moved from CNN's primetime lineup to a morning show gig, came up during a conversation on Monday between Fox News Digital and Osborne about the media industry, and she lambasted the liberal CNN star. Osborne was terminated from her role as a co-host of CBS's daytime talk show, The Talk, last year when she defended Pierce Morgan amid accusations that he was racist for uh, comments critical of Meghan Markle. Oh, God, don't, don't criticize black people. You can't do that in America. That ain't free speech, right? Don't criticize black people, because if you do, you're racist. Meghan Markle, is she even really black? She looks more white than anything. Come on. She's black, of course, but you get where I'm going with this. She's a fucking California liberal. Like, please, please. The fuck she know about what it is to be black? But you know what she does? She just tried to, she just tried to take that. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's the perfect example of what happens when you take a liberal into your house. She split the royal family. I mean, my God. You brought in a fucking liberal. What did she do? She pitted brother against brother, son against father, son against grandmother, or grandson against grandmother. This is what liberals do. They're not, they're unhappy people. They're miserable. And you bring them into your family, and then what happens? Wokeism latches on. Well, we're not coming over for Thanksgiving because, you know, the pilgrims just were horrible. Okay, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Go the fuck away and shut the fuck up like your people are any fucking better. Oh, I said it. That's right. John Burke uncensored. No, black people have blood on their hand too. Hands, rather. Excuse me. But Meghan Markle's a joke. Anyway, Pierce Morgan criticizing her. This is a leftist tactic. Criticizing anybody black, it must be because you're a racist. Has nothing to do with the actions of the person being criticized, um, being non-racial related, like Meghan Markle, who's just a fucking idiot. Uh, Just the simple fact of criticizing them alone warrants you being labeled a racist. Really? Well, then what gives black people the right to criticize white people? Oh, okay. Yeah, no answer for that one. I'm sure there's going to be some woke fucker out there that's probably fat, blue-haired, whatever the case may be. I'm sure they're out there, like, just screaming at the top of their lungs, like, black people cannot be right. Yeah, yeah, they can. But, anywho... Lemon covered the ordeal on his primetime show and said he was enraged by Osborne telling co-host Cheryl Underwood not to cry during a heated conversation. Lemon then brought on far-left former ESPN host Jameel Hill, who said Osborne had a full-on temper tantrum while the duo lectured her on race. He turned against me. He never called for a quote. He never called for a statement, and he turned against me, and I was a big fan of his, Osborne said. You should have known better. You should have known better. There's no loyalty on the left. They will, my God, Don Lemon will throw anybody under the bus to get ahead. He stands on a pile of desecrated leftist corpses that he fed to the right cancel, or excuse me, the left cancel culture machine to make himself sound better. This is what they do. It's how they get ahead. You stack your own bodies to see who, it's like the woke Olympics. Who can be the wokest? And Don Lemon reigns supreme because he's a black homosexual. And therefore he has a good insight how things should be in this country. And if, by God, you disagree with him and you criticize him, well, you must be a homophobic racist. Thank God we don't have enough stupid people to believe this anymore. And thank God I'm uncensored. Mm. Tastes good. You still with me, folks? Still with me? Uh, We got a couple hundred people watching on YouTube, the All-American Savage Show. Come over to Rumble, guys. Come over to Rumble. I can use you guys on Rumble. And don't forget to comment and share. It helps us out a lot. Thank you for helping us grow this podcast. Uh, he used to, I should do it like, he used to do New Year's Eve show and he would get drunk and he'd be in clubs. And I thought he was a hoot. I really did. Osborne continued. But I just thought, how ignorant of you not to ask the other side because that's your job. That's what you're meant to do. So I thought, I'm not watching you on New Year's Eve ever again. I think that was a pretty good impersonation. 
Um, I could be wrong, but rarely am I. So, uh, CNN did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Uh, Lemon isn't the only liberal television host that has irked Osborne over the years. Osborne's old CBS, The Talk, is considered a knockoff of ABC's The View. So she was asked if she paid attention to what was going on on the competing daytime gab fest. Osborne said she watched The View in her dressing room every day during her time at CBS, The Talk, noting she really enjoys Whoopi Goldberg and loves Sarah Haynes. Good position to take. Love some of your opponents. That's fair. And then when you don't like one of them, then you know they're real, a real cunt. Here you go. She says, I met Joy once at a social function, and she picked up my hand and looked at my wedding ring and said, oh, my God, that's gaudy, Osborne said. Barbara Walters, the famed journalist who created The View, was friendly with Osborne, was standing right there and made a comment to Behar, Osborne said. I want to say jealous, but I didn't. I held it back, Osborne said, dragging out the word jealous for emphasis. I just think that she's a bit cray-cray. Why is this? Okay, I'm just going to be honest. Does Joy Behar remind you of, like, that crazy racist Jewish-like grandma you've had, like, up in New York? Maybe not even Jew. Maybe just Italian. And I'm not I'm not faulting those communities. I'm talking about, like, stereotype. She seems like she thinks she can say whatever she wants and get away with it. I mean, my God, she's been so racist towards black people, and they've said nothing. They said nothing. Again, proving the point that it's the white liberals that are, in fact, the most racist of them all. And black liberals are right behind them. Oh, you're, you're just as guilty. Osborne said she was never approached by The View when it had open seats before Alyssa Farah Griffin and Anna, Anna Navarro were hired earlier this year. But didn't sound particularly interested in the notion. Can you imagine me on The View? It'd be like, you shut up, you shut up, she said before paying the show a compliment. I wish we had their numbers, she said, of the show's ratings. Once again, proving that stupid people definitely love watching other stupid people. Osborne's new Fox Nation program also dives into her shocking 2020 exit, 2021 exit from CBS, and experience the family's matriarch says helped her understand why so many Americans don't trust the media. I wouldn't trust CBS as far as I could throw them, Osborne said. And the four-part special on Fox Nation, Sharon Osborne to Helen Bauer. Okay, let's just promo now at this point. Well, good for her. Good for her. All right. You want to talk about selfishness. You want to talk about what white liberal women, why you're so just pretending. Uh, let me listen to this. For those that don't know, and I, I assume most of you do now at this point, how Iran is right now in upheaval. There's over 42 dead um, women are burning the hijab because, yes, it is a symbol of oppression. They don't want to wear it. And the morality police are beating people. The army is now involved, apparently, and people are dying. They are protesting the hijab, saying, we don't want to wear it. Now, in comes Ilizas, I-L-I-Z-A-S. She is a white liberal woman. Uh, she's a comedian, apparently. And she had this to say on Instagram. She says, the same men who punish women for not wearing a hijab are cut from the same shitty cloth as men who outlaw abortion. I won't apologize for saying that. Extremist men who know taking away choices is taking away power. We should not seek to uproot any regime or elected officials who don't think a woman's right. She said, we should seek to uproot any regime or elected officials who don't think a woman's right to make her own choices is as important as a man's. They will keep murdering us in the name of their God to protect their power. Okay, so I love how you do this. Um... Once again, a white liberal woman wants to take an issue or an event over in Iran that she is no way a part of, no way getting involved in, and make it about her. That's all you've done here. Forget what she's actually saying. People are, because people get mad. at No, you're literally taking women standing up, getting bloodied, getting killed, actually advocating for freedom, and you're making it about you and how you're the oppressed victim? You're kidding me. This is the most Karen thing I have ever read. And that's also why she turned off comments. Be damned the, the cloth that we're all cut from. Whatever. We clearly know that's not true. But wow. The level of just victimhood you have created for yourself by literally riding on the coattails of a movement in the Middle East that you bitches are too afraid to ever go over there and help with because you know you'll get shot. And I kind of wish you would because the world would be better off without you. You won't do anything. You know why? Oh, because now you got to go against Islam. Go fucking run that little cock sheet to a Middle Eastern dude and see what he says and does to you. You'll have your teeth knocked down and his dick in your mouth before you can even say I do. You fucking women don't know what oppression is. Part of me thinks you should experience it, though. Because you clearly do not appreciate the freedoms that you've got. And no, freedoms of the unborn protect just that. The unborn has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. 
but you want to make it about you. They're, they're trying to protect their power. That's why there was a female SCOTUS that voted in favor of it too. Are you fucking stupid? She thinks differently. But always with the liberal women out there, oh, they're trying to oppress us. They're trying to, they're taking away our power. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, then here's the deal. Support the Second Amendment and defend yourself. Oh, but you don't do that either. Okay, well, whatever. You, you disgust me. You took a movement that is noble and actually about female empowerment, female equality, and you made it about the fact that you don't get to murder babies anymore. And you did it with a lie, a massive mischaracterization. But, but again, again, folks, that's liberal women. It's always about them. Literally, I mean, folks, I mean, come on. Literally, women are dying in Iran. They are being chased in their houses, beaten bloody, freaking bones being broken actual oppression and here you are safely in America on your fucking book tour raking in millions of dollars and yet you still somehow seem to think that you are the victim that you are oppressed no frankly what it is is you are spoiled and you need someone to smack the shit out of you because maybe you do need a real man in your life to fucking establish a patriarchal system because you forgot your fucking place common fucking sense maybe you do need that because you women out there spouting off this bullshit, you don't have real men in your life. A real man would say, shit down and shut the fuck up. Nobody's listening to your crap. That's why she's probably single and she's probably miserable to be with. Because no man wants to deal with that bullshit. Nothing will ever be good enough. Nothing will ever be good enough. Learn your fucking place. Because it's not over there with those women in Iran. Your place is here in America where you're free. You're not, you're not worthy of being over there with them. They're fighting for something. You're not fighting for shit. Don't you dare sit there and make yourself in any way connected with them over there. They actually have balls. Their women have bigger balls than our trans women over here. Good for them. Now, I have to say this because I know internet culture. I don't want America involved. Let's just be clear about that. I don't want America involved. This is their fight. But it also showcases why you don't give up your guns. Those morality police going into those areas to get them, gun them down. Move in small units throughout the city and eliminate them. And before you know it, the government will have to submit. It'll take time, but you can do it. But the point being, this Elizabeth check, Jesus. Ugh. What a fucking tone deaf statement. And of course, you know, all the women, all the women in her, com oh, so brave. Oh, so brave. You're so heroic. Oh my God, I just want to be like you. Oh my God, you're so brave. How could you post something so controversial? Are you, are you not afraid that you did something? Lady, you've got security guards, I'm betting. You probably have guns guarding you. It's not brave. You've got nothing to lose. Nothing. You're speaking out with the side of the majority of crazy bitches out there is what you're doing. Far be it from me. Uh, here's another one. Pennsylvania showdowns. Fetterman topping Oz. Shapiro leading Mastranio in a new poll. Fetterman Oz Senate showdown. One of a handful of races likely to determine if GOP wins back majority. Okay, I'm not going to read you this article. This is a stupid article. Fox should know better. But something like this was like, Fetterman looks like he's gaining on Oz. Yeah, Oz freaking turned his back on Trump. That's not a metric in which to gauge the midterms. Oz could have been leading by a lot. He's not. He removed Trump from his endorsement shit. Used Trump for the initial gain some popularity, and then he's kind of like separating himself. Fine, the GOP will leave you. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I'm saying this is why this is happening. Otherwise, Oz would be crushing it right now. So if you want to gauge, the, you know, the midterm elections based upon this one race where Oz pulled a stupid fucking stunt, go ahead, just undermine the right. That's, that's you know, that's perfect. Do it. I don't care. See what happens. But using this as your metric, say, uh-oh, uh-oh, Republicans could be in trouble. Please. Now, I'm not saying we're not, and I'm certainly not saying don't get lazy. But you can't use this as your metric. Come on. Come on. Oh, well. Uh, and you got to love this. DeSantis is just being loved by all freaking governors across America. Five migrant buses arrive in New York City as Mayor Adams' tent city construction begins. Parking lot in the Bronx in New York City being turned to migrant processing center. I love this. You northern states don't give a shit? Fine. Problem's yours. You get to deal with them. Why should the southern states? You deal with them. And then suddenly, uh-oh. Well, no, this is DeSantis' fault. And these liberals, and this is the way it turns out, folks, all DeSantis and Abbott are doing right now is making a point. 
saying we are dealing with this influx. We are being invaded at the southern border, and you northern states that don't give a shit about this, it's now your problem. So here's one of two things you can do. First, you continue combating these southern states and say, no, you fucking, you hate immigrants, blah, 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 and we're going to keep shipping them to me, to you. You're going to see crime begin to rocket in your fucking cities that already are, by the way, because you already defunded the police for the most part. You're going to see a lot of fucking jobs go away. And you, again, the biggest thing you're going to see crime spike. It's going to happen. Or your other option is you start putting pressure on Biden to close that border and this whole thing stops. Seems fair enough, right? You, it seems like that's an easy choice. You just got to remove the egos. Like, all right, you know what? Hey, Biden, seriously, dude, they're right. This shit's a problem. And all you've gotten is a few busloads. You haven't even gotten like 5,000 yet, you fucking idiots. You're sitting there crying over a few busloads or two planes worth out of Martha's Vineyard, which I think I heard DeSantis is sending more to Martha's Vineyard. Attaboy. Fucking flood that city. Flood Martha's Vineyard. Let those rich, white, socialist Democrats... Well, they're not so. They're, they're capitalists because they're so rich. Look at them. Let them deal with it. Uh-oh. Crime starts spiking. Homeless people on the sidewalks. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. But what did they do? Ah, oh, get them out of here as soon as we can. And then sit there and say, oh, our lives are forever changed. Forever changed. I met Juan, Juan Paco Pedro, and he changed my life. Try to fucking Garth, Garth Brooks song about it. She had a need to taste the taco, pull the burrito from her ass. You know where I'm going with that. It's so funny to me, folks. It's just so funny. You watch this and you're like, yeah, go figure. White liberals are the worst. They're the worst. All the female Karens out there just pearl clutching. Like, oh, egads. You know what I mean? They're not here to mow the lawns. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. But you get where I'm going with this, folks. You get where I'm going with this, right? God bless you. God bless you. All right. That's going to do it today, folks. I still got some other work I got to do with Shell Shock today. Uh, some emails I got to respond to. Uh, big thank you for tuning in. And number one, supporting the podcast. I cannot thank you enough. We're over here on Rumble. Glad you're here. Uh, if you could, give me a rumble, a positive rumble. Leave a comment once this video is posted. Share to your friends. Share to your social media. That's how we spread this word. And this podcast will be downloaded and uploaded to every platform where you can listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget, this episode is sponsored by ShellshockCBD.com. You want to support the show? Go make a purchase over there. All of our gummies come with a lifetime, or excuse me, lifetime warranty. All of our gummies come with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't like the gummy, you can send it back for a full refund. That's Just check the podcast. Policy on the, the website and we give you the go ahead and how to get your money back. I'm that confident in it. So again, love you. Appreciate you. Code mug on orders of $50 or more. Get you a free mug. If you want an autograph, put it in the notes. I'll make sure that happens. I'll even teabag this shit for you if you want me to. I love you. Be back tomorrow at noon EST CST, excuse me, 12 p.m. CST and Josh should be in theater with me. Until then, you fucking stay savage, America.